Hello, beautiful souls. In this podcast, I go over how I have used human design to help support my daughter and in the choices that I have been able to make for her so that her emotional intelligence grows and so that she is able to work through a lot of her open centers and really learn about herself and others in a way that is important for her because she is a left angle. And as you go in to this, she has a lot of open centers. I just want to let you know, I am very passionate about this. So my gate 16 enthusiasm definitely shows up here. Um, working for my kids and healing myself for my children, for the karmic patterns of my children have been my life's work. So this is something I'm very passionate about. So I just wanted to let you know that before you dive in. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. I love you all so much. Have a beautiful, beautiful Thursday. Do you spend all of your time building and maintaining your business so that you achieve the success you envision? Do you feel frustrated, unfulfilled, and have a loss or disconnect from your creative flow? Are you a conscious leader that is ready for change when it comes to society's views on money, wealth, relationships, and what prosperity truly means? If so, you are in the right place. Welcome to the Provoking Prosperity Podcast. I am your host, Miranda Mitchell. I am a 2-4 manager who is here to empower and equip you to step out of the box of social norms, guide you into using your voice for inspiration and impact, and support you in finding what prosperity means for you so that you have the business and life that fulfills you. So grab that cup of coffee, get comfy, and get ready to hear the heartwarming and heart-wrenching personal stories, all things human design and jinkies, plus tangible practices that you can implement right now for your personal and business growth. Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome back. Welcome to Thursday. So grateful that you're here. I told you in the previous podcast that I would be diving into uh, going through a story through an experience that we have gone through with the use of human design and my daughter. So with the beginning of COVID, there was a lot, as you all know, where we had to do schooling at the home. Uh, everyone was staying home and there was a lot of being alone or within the family unit itself, but no connection to others. So during this process, my daughter, who is 11, who has the cross of endeavor, um, left angle cross of endeavor, she started experiencing um, depression and getting angry with herself and struggling with school and really starting to dislike herself. This was never her before. When I started diving into her human design and I first realized left angle, that was a huge awareness because left angle crosses are all about the experience or how you experience life with connection to others. So for her, it's very important to be around others. For me, I would have loved being home and learning at home. That's how I did college. But for her, it was very difficult because she was stuck at home with the same 
family members and she wasn't able to go and experience things. And this is why she started reacting in this way. And as I go into the gene keys, there's anger in there and stuff too. And that is why she experienced the anger. So as soon as I realized that, the first step that we had was we put her back in school right away. So regardless of being nervous or anything that was going on because of COVID, we put her in school for her mentality. We needed to do that and we were aware of that. And the minute that she went back to school, she shifted. Her grades were back to A's. She was happy. She was thriving. She was no longer getting down on herself. She was no longer getting angry. Well, that lasted for about a year. And then as school started getting a little bit more difficult as they're getting older, she was having some issues with dealing with the emotional state of school. She has an open throat. And when you have an open throat, a lot of the times people with an open throat feel like they're not being heard. And it is because as you may have remembered, on previous podcasts, I explained that an open area, you take in the energy from other people. It's not a consistent energy. So for her, she has an open throat or undefined throat. And because of that, sometimes she doesn't feel heard. People would talk over her. She would get upset because she would say something and people would blatantly ignore her, which then got her angry. Again, with the anger part, which is the gene keys, (laughs) into the embodiment aspect of the gene keys, the subtle layers. So I tried to explain to her about this open throat and she understood it, but it still made her upset and she still struggled. And she really struggled with the amplification of the energies of the kids in school. Now, she only has three centers defined. She has the sacral, the emotional solar, I'm sorry, the sacral, the spleen, and the root. Everything else is undefined or open. So what that means is she has consistency in the root with her adrenaline. So she needs to move a lot because she has the spleen and the root connected by a channel. So she has to burn that energy off, which is very important for her. She has um, an intuitive awareness and has a consistent awareness of her intuition, um, insight as far as uh, patterns and seeing things, as far as patterns and putting things together. And she has the sacral energy, but everything else is undefined. So very, very, very open. She has the emotional solar plexus undefined, which means that she takes in other people's emotions, feelings, and amplifies them. Uh, An open or undefined G, which is identity, love, direction. This is something I struggled with my entire life. And I understand and I know this feeling very deeply. And her will, the ego heart center is undefined. So the willpower, the valuing herself, she's struggling there, plus the throat, plus uncertainty with the head, plus she has the 48 with uncertainty and inadequacies. There was so much there. And because she was starting to get older and people were not listening to her or um, she felt like people didn't care. She started questioning herself again, amplifying also the negative energy from a lot of these kids. And I will say a lot of these kids are struggling in school. They lash out. They're not getting attention that they need. 
Some of them have homes that their families aren't there. They are, they are not heard or they're just seen and not heard. You know that old saying. So she would take on and amplify these energies. And at many times she would come home crying because people would say they didn't like her or ignore her or her own emotions that she was going through. Sometimes she, I mean, her own emotions would be there as well because of these beliefs that she was creating about herself because of not being seen and heard and all that. So we decided to look into a different type of schooling. And the schooling is a Sudbury school where it is really about the focus of the emotional intelligence. And this is where I kind of wanted to go into because I feel, I truly feel a lot of our children are not getting the emotional intelligence. It's not a priority. Right now, the priority for schooling is the academics and learning. It's about dropping your kids off, going to school, picking them up after work, doing the homework, getting them to bed, and then going to school again. There is not a lot of emotional intelligence. Now, I'm not saying everybody. I'm sure there's people that talk to their kids about emotional intelligence that really do this work. But I would say more than half do not. And because of this, these kids are growing up into adults that don't know how to express their emotions. They don't know how to talk, to communicate, to move through them, to let it be okay if they feel sad, to let it be okay if they feel angry, to let it be okay that one moment they're creative and one moment they're not. They don't understand. And that's where she was going to. And that is why we moved her into this school because this school is all about emotional intelligence first. And I fully feel like if we would focus on emotional intelligence and working with our children and how to express their feelings, it's okay if you cry, you don't have to suck it up. I mean, one of the things that drives me is like be a man or be a boy, like that drives me absolutely crazy. Or what are you, being a girl? You're crying like a girl? Like these things make me cringe because I know what it does and most people don't. So now she's in a school where there is no curriculum at all. What she is learning is how to work with people, how to all different ages, how to communicate with people, how to work together with one another, how to take responsibility for their emotions, how to take responsibilities for their reactions. And then after that is learned, then they get to choose on their academics. And I don't know about you guys, we most likely had a different life experience. My life experience when I was a kid was not the best. I really truly did not learn hardly anything in school. I really went out and partied all the time because I was trying to get away. I was trying to forget. I was trying not to deal with the things until I was an adult. And now my love of learning is ridiculous. It's all I do is learn. It's all I do is study. It's all I do is learning about myself, learning how to support others, learning how to do business, learning how to be sustainable is all I do. And I'm giving this opportunity. I'm so grateful that I'm able to give this to my 11 year old daughter. The choice to be a child, to have fun, to learn how to deal with other people, to learn how to take responsibility for her actions, to learn how to express her feelings, her anger, her crying, her emotions. There's many days that she would say to me, I don't feel like myself. And I would say, that's not true. That is you. It's okay. Those are emotions. It's not that you have to push those away. That is part of you and is learning how to express it. So I'm able to give that to her. And this was what I wanted to share 
with the emotional frequencies and the shift that is happening in the world in 2027, I talked about how we're moving away from the spleen and we're already in this process. We're moving out of the spleen. We're moving into the emotional solar plexus. And I'm so thankful that I have this tool of human design and the gene keys because I am giving the opportunity for my daughter to grow up in a way that is going to be sustainable to not be burnt out, to love what she's doing, to have a voice, to be authentic, and to hold her own. And that is what human design has given me to be able to give to her. I truly feel my entire life I've been doing my own healing practices. And this is uh, something I've actually tuned into. I have been doing my own healing practices, not for myself. I have been doing my own healing practices for my children so that my children did not feel unloved. So my children did not feel unseen. So that my children did not believe that they could not do something or they're invaluable or they don't matter. I did all of my healing work so that I could do that for them. And at times I question like, why am I not doing it for myself? But in really, in reality, I am doing this for myself. I'm doing this for my ancestors. I'm doing this for my future. Um, future ancestors, future family members. I know I'm here to do the challenging work. I have the 28, like I'm here to do the challenging work. And as soon as I was able to recognize that and accept that, I embrace it. Because you know what? I'm resilient. I can do hard stuff. I've done many, many hard stuff. And when it's very hard, it doesn't even seem that hard because I just can do it. That's what I'm here to do. I'm here to create change. I'm here to create change in my family. I'm here to create change in the world. And I'm not afraid to say it. I'm not afraid to do the work. And I'm not afraid to step out of social norms. I'm not afraid to do something different because I know it's for the better of the humanity as a whole, as well as my family. So that is my story about my daughter and the emotional solar plexus and shifting out of the spleen into the emotional solar plexus because I know how important it is for these energies and the amplification of these energies. When you are taking in energy from people that is in low frequency, that are based out of fear, that do not even know their value, that don't love themselves, you're taking that in, you're amplifying it, and what are you gonna feel? Amplified low frequency energy. So how can you move away or move your children away from that energy. Last note, there have been many, many instances that my daughter has been in certain frequencies of people and I've moved her away. And it is not out of judgment, it is out of awareness and seeing the energy and not letting her get consumed within the low frequency energy of people that are not doing their work. I said it and I'm very proud of it. So if you love human design and you're just learning human design for yourself and you have children, this is where the magic happens. Think about the change that you can make. The change that I have made in her life in this last year, she has changed 100%. More bold, more authentic. She's still sassy, but I'll tell you, I love it because before, before she was so shy, she would not even say anything. She would let people treat her like crap and not say a word. And now she is owning it. That is what human design can give you. That is what human design can give your children, 
That is what human design can give you in your business. And that is what human design can give humanity. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening. I love you. Have a beautiful, beautiful weekend. Till next time. My hope is that you walked away with something today that has opened your mind, your heart, or both. Listening to new perspectives not only help you grow and expand, but it helps humanity as a whole. So if you have someone that you feel would benefit from this podcast and you feel that you want to share, please do. Also, would love to connect with you on Instagram. So please follow me at Miranda J. Mitchell. One last thing, if this episode left you with any ahas and insights, take 30 seconds of your time and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. This is the only way I know you are loving the content and connection in this space. And if you want to know more or wondering how we can work together, please go to Miranda-Mitchell.com. Click on the contact in the menu and send me a message. Sending you all love. Till next time.